So I'd like to start out a little bit today. Uh, a lot of people, including myself, have stated that the United States of America has devolved into a banana republic. Let's start by first defining where the term originates from and what it means. A banana, banana republic is described as a politically unstable country with an economy dependent entirely on revenue from exporting a single product or resource such as bananas or minerals. Is generally considered a derogatory term describing countries whose economies are controlled by foreign-owned companies or industries. Or like if they're pretty much controlled uh, by China through a puppet uh, president like what we got going on now. The term public banana republic was coined in 1901 by American author O. Henry. wonder if that's the same guy that uh, the candy bar. In his book, Cabbages and Kings, to describe Honduras while its economy, people, and government were being exploited by the American-owned United Fruit Company. The societies of banana republics are typically highly stratified, consisting of a small ruling class of business, political, and military leaders, and a larger impoverished working class, which is looking more and more like the United States these days. By exploiting the labors of the working class, the oligarchs of the ruling class control the primary sector of the country's economy, such as agriculture or mining. As a result, banana republic has become a derogatory term used to describe a corrupt, self-serving dictatorship that solicits and takes bribes from foreign corporations for the right to exploit large-scale agricultural operations like banana plantations. I think we can certainly make the case that the United States clearly now has a working class that is required to follow the law and a ruling class in which they are above the law. The Democrats in this country are in power, and if you support them, you live by a different set of rules. Many of the Democrats in power have been there for decades, which is comparable to what you might see in a communist dictatorship. These Democrats allow real criminals, such as millions of migrants, drug dealers, sex offenders, and alleged asylum seekers to flood across our southern borders illegally. They ignore the Hunter Biden laptop and the mounting evidence against the Biden crime family for raking in millions of dollars from China's Communist Party, Ukraine, and Russia. Why are there not shouts of outrage? from the Democrat Party accusing Joe Biden of colluding with China, Ukraine, and Russia. Why are there not shouts? Well, why is it not called into question how billions of dollars of our hard-earned money are being sent to Ukraine so Ukrainians can have pensions and walking around money? They ignore how Hillary Clinton shelled out thousands of dollars to a law firm so it could hire a former British spy to dig up dirt on Trump during the 2016 campaign. She charged the money for that scheme during her campaign as a legal expense, which paradoxically is apparently one pretext for Trump's indictment. Let's not forget the summer of love in 2020 when leftist BLM rioters and Antifa thugs were burning and looting American cities. Not only did Democrat politicians endorse and excuse their criminal behavior, Democrat mayors and district attorneys refused to prosecute them. 
Vice President Giggles, a.k.a. Kamala Harris, even helped bail the miscreants out of jail so they could continue their crime sprees. What about all those people caught on camera stuffing ballot boxes in 2020? Oh, that's right. They didn't exist. There was no election fraud. I've not heard anybody getting arrested for that. Don't you find it laughable that we are always hearing this bunch of criminals currently running our country say that nobody is above the law? Well, we have seen if you're a Democrat or part of their militant arm, you are definitely above the law. Unlike if you are people like Matt Taibbi or Elon Musk, in this case, they get investigated by a weaponized IRS and DOJ simply for telling the truth and exposing corruption. Or let's not forget how Attorney General Merrick Garland targeted parents who protested at school board meetings and named them domestic terrorists. I remember how they used to call uh, President Trump a fascist. Remember that? Yet isn't it the Biden regime that has for the last three years threatened and coerced social media companies into censoring, canceling, doxing, and labeling misinformation anyone that had a different point of view? Isn't it Joe Biden that forced people out of their jobs for not wanting to be a medical experiment? With absolutely no evidence, former President Donald Trump got accused of being a Russian asset, endured a two-year investigation by a senile old guy by the name of Robert Mueller, in which millions of dollars of taxpayer money was wasted and absolutely no wrongdoing was discovered. He got impeached twice. One of those times was after he was out of office, which I don't even know how you do that. And now he has been indicted with no mention of any actual crime in the indictment. So here I am, watching a nation that was once the envy of the free world deteriorate into a banana republic where lawless political totalitarianism and tyranny are the rule, not the exception. It's a country in which the party in power, the Democrats, are weaponizing the nation's law enforcement agencies and any other federal bureaucracy they can convict and imprisoned their number one challenger and enemy, Donald Trump. So he cannot defeat them in 2024. This is how we do politics in the United States now. Rather than try to run a good campaign, because we know that Joe Biden is likely going to be hiding in the basement again. He's not going to be running any real rallies. Um... You know, we might have half, half a dozen people show up like last time, but nobody really likes Joe Biden, including the Democrats. But yet there are a lot of people that will vote for him regardless. 